Welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is Millennium by the Backstreet Boys. But first things first, uh, starting off with a little announcement, there is a very small child downstairs. So if you hear things banging or screaming or anything, like right there, uh, (laughs) (laughs) it is my uh, almost three-year-old nephew, so... Apologies, but I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Alright, so, getting started on this album. It was released in 1999 with 12 songs lasting 46 minutes. And this album went 13 times platinum. Man, he is just going ham. Whatever he's screaming about. Um, okay, you you good to go? Yeah. Alright, yeah. the first song is Larger Than Life. Um... The beat comes in all funky, and mm-hmm. it's got, like, a witch laugh going on. Like a ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. We also just listened to this, like, right before this. So, um, it's just exactly what you'd expect from a Backstreet Boys song, except this one's got a guitar solo. So, just imagine any Backstreet Boys song, and then throw in some shredding, and you've got this song. Yeah, Nate pretty much covered my notes. I just said that I really like the wicked laugh at the beginning. Uh, the song is actually, it's a thank you to their fandom. Huh. So when we got to the last song, I was like, wow, they must really like their fans. Uh-huh. But then, yeah. Um, but, you know, I like the beat, the guitar solo, Nate kind of covered. It was very catchy, and I already knew this song. So I, oh, I hadn't yeah. heard this one before, oh, but... Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have. All right, the next song is... I want it that way. Uh, just the certified hood classic, like the probably the most popular Backstreet Boys song. Um, yeah. Just your Backstreet Boys formula, and this one just hit. I mean, like if you really took any of the Backstreet Boys songs, especially like their poppy, energetic ones, um, like oh my gosh, <laughs> like any of them could really blow up. Like they all pretty much sound the same. Wow, yeah. he is, like, yelling at the top of his lungs. He's excited. They're yeah. Playing, they're playing hide-and-seek. Oh, oh okay. That's what it is. Um, um, yeah, that's all I gotta say, but, uh, again, apologies for that, but we really, <laughs> we can't do anything about it, and we've waited, um, but, like, Lanny's gotta go at 5, and it's 4.15, so we gotta record this. <laughs> yeah, um... All I had to say about this song is that it's about a strained relationship, but the lyrics didn't make much sense, which, if you ask anybody, like, band member, whatever, they tell you that it doesn't really make sense. Uh, the song's guitar riff was inspired by Metallica, apparently. (laughs) And the music video for the song was produced, or no, I'm sorry, I don't know, autocorrect, was parodied by Blink-182, and the song itself was parodied by Weird Al... Uh, but it's a classic Backstreet Boys song. Every time I hear it, I think of the scene from Bro- Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, the next song is Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely. Uh, this song made me want to barf. <laughs> this song was yeah. not not very good. Um, I, they get intense during the chorus, but this song just made me want to sleep. And, like, this is this is the side of Backstreet Boys I really don't like. Yeah, I wrote down that I didn't like this song from the beginning. It has the basic snaps and like the the slow beat of the late 90s, early 2000s melody. Uh, it 
it's about like heartbreak and how the narrator deals with being alone. And they are really milking the whole tell me why thing. Yeah, they even say, yeah, forgot about that. They mm-hmm. said tell me why and this and then both me and you. Yep. <laughs> okay, I've got like, I've got like a good bit to say for the next two songs, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that much. So. The next thing is, it's gotta be you. Um, this is like the point. Okay, let me say my what I think about this album. Okay. Um, is it recording our audio? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess it's, it's just, just like... It's not showing up. It's fine. Oh! Uh, okay. <laughs> um, well... It's done this before, though. All right. Um, so, this is like my opinion on this album. This album isn't as bad as the last Backstreet Boys album we listened to, but the thing is... Um, this album is also way more samey, in my opinion. Like, a lot of the songs are exactly the same. Um, it's hard to find any differentiation in their sound. Um, and I say this about quite a bit of artists that we listen to. And maybe it's just because we're towards the bottom of the list, so the artists aren't, like... The albums aren't as good, so the artists probably suffer from this from more from this more than like people towards the top of the list. Um sorry. We also sit and listen to the yeah. thing in its entirety mm-hmm. instead of But like they only have two sounds. They've got the poppy energetic or slow soft love songs. Um their poppy poppy energetic songs are fun um but they don't have any substance. So mm-hmm. it's just like they're not an album kind of band. Like, they're a singles. Like, you listen to their popular songs, and you enjoy them, but their albums are nothing that you want to, like, in my opinion, delve into. Um, right. Because there's no substance there, and it's all the same thing. And they're basically just throwing the same thing with different words at the wall, and whichever one hits the Billboard charts and stays up there is the one that they ride. Um, and I like... Like, with that being said... Uh, I like this song better than most of their poppy stuff, but um, it's just not, like, like very, you know. Yeah. I don't want to say it's not good, because, I mean, everybody has their opinion, but from a critical standpoint, if you're just looking at the lyrics and what it is, the music is not quality music. It's not something I would choose to listen to, really. Yeah. I mean, but, like, their popular songs are... On throwback playlists and stuff, which makes sense because it's their popular stuff. Yeah. But like, uh, I just don't know. I didn't mean to go in on you, Backstreet Boys. I just like, <laughs> yeah, kind of went ham on y'all. Because they're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, what's our next song? It's got to be you. Did you really have nothing to say for that? No, I do. Oh. I didn't know if you were just referring to the album entirety and you were gonna get into the song or if it was. just... Oh like... no, that's that was like my okay. my okay, what yeah, I was yeah. gonna say on the song. It's got to be you. Yeah. So this one was catchy. It throws in oh, some unique sounds, but Nate kind of mentioned earlier it has the same like formula for mm-hmm. most of its stuff. Um, and I'm pretty sure Nick Carter sings the pre-chorus, and it has the same effect as Justin Timberlake saying, it's gonna be me. Uh-huh. Did you hear that? Because he says like, baby and crazy. Yes. Yeah. And he says it in that same like nasally kind of tone. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's all I had though. Not much. Understood. I need you tonight. <laughs> Uh, this is where, (laughs) sorry, I just saluted when I said understood. Um, I Need You Tonight is back to that slow, lovey sound. Um. This wasn't the worst one I've ever heard, though. No, this one, this one wasn't, uh, 
Oh, shoot. I just, like, inhaled my spit, and I'm trying not to cough. <coughs> Sorry. Um, okay. This one opens up with him saying, open up your heart to me, and that's immediately when I knew I wasn't going to like this song. Uh, yeah, um, I know I'm not the target audience, and I said, I kept saying that and repeating that last time we listened to a Backstreet Boys album and an NSYNC album, but... And I'm sure, like, 12-year-olds in 99 were crazy over this. It's just like, this is not for me. Um, and they're just super, super predictable. And this is the point where, like, I realize that how predictable they are. They're basically doing, like, a poppy song and then a slow song and a poppy song and a slow song. And that's pretty much what they do for this whole entire album. You say um, that, and yet three of your siblings and your mom went to the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, Concert. they were bumping the Backstreet Boys. Um, <laughs> but it, this the Backstreet Boys aren't like Garth, and I'm sure you're you're with me on this. Like with Garth, I can turn off my brain, but I'm still having like kind of a good time mm-hmm. with some of his songs. Yeah. If I turn off my brain with Backstreet Boys, I'm not having that much of a good time, and maybe it's because I'm more of the target audience for Garth than I am uh, Backstreet, Backstreet Boys, because I'm not a 12-year-old little girl. I'm a dude from Tennessee, <laughs> and, like, I'm not even in Laney Kinetessis. I'm not even a, like, redneck or anything. It's just, like, you know, I grew up around here, so um, I guess I'm more the target audience, so I have a better time with that. And some people probably have a better time turning off their brain and listening to Backstreet Boys than they would Garth Brooks. Um, but, I don't know. From a critical standpoint, I, I, again, just not good music. <laughs> See, I turned my brain off for this one, so I wrote four things down. Piano, love ballad, very generic, not their worst. <laughs> That's it. That's all I had for that. Um. Okay. Don't Don't want you back. Um, they've got this opening with, like, accented eighth note piano, like, an accented eighth note piano thing, like, dun, 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 like that. Yeah. And that, that kind of went ham. Uh, it reminded me of, uh, the opening for, uh, oh, baby, baby. Okay. Yeah. After that happened, there was a certain part that reminded me of Airplanes with, Mm -hmm. like, B.O.B. and Haley Williams or whoever sings that. So that's what that reminded me of. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but they shouted out the Backstreet's Back, uh, that song. Yeah. Um, and this one isn't Lovey, which was interesting to me, because I just complained about how they only had two formula, like two formulas that they fit their songs into. This one wasn't Lovey. This one was actually the opposite. Uh, and people 100% cranked this after a breakup in the 90s. Oh, yeah. They had to. Oh, for sure. It also reminded me of NSYNC's I Want You Back. Because mm-hmm. they're like, don't want you back. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I actually thought this one, you know, had a funkier beat. And I like that they included their little Backstreet It's Back All Right clip or whatever. Yeah. I didn't have much to say about this one. Understood. Uh, <laughs> I don't, don't know why I keep saying that today. Um, next song is Don't Want to Lose You Now. I don't have much to say. It's just formulaic. They went from don't want you back to don't want to lose you now. Like, did they change their mind? No, that's dumb. But I don't have much to say. It's just insanely formulaic. (laughs) It's the soft, slow vibe after a big poppy vibe. I I mean, I just said that I wish I didn't do slow songs, honestly, because I'm pretty sure I've heard this before, but I would only guess from, like, a movie. Uh Or something like that, because it's very basic. Or you likely just heard a... 
another Backstreet Boys song and stick it for this one because most of their songs sound the same. Wasn't this the one where we both like looked at each other and said, I think I've heard this before? Was this a song? Mm. Or was it another one? Maybe. I can't remember. I'm not, I'm not, sure. I'm not positive. Um, but is that all you have to say? Yeah. Okay, the next one is called The One. Or, no. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Okay, the next one is The One. Um, we talked about Jewel during the song, because Jewel is the next artist we have to listen to. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> and I mean, at least it's not two slow songs in a row. It's another poppy song. Uh, during this album, and I don't know how you feel about this, Lainey, and you can add in uh, if you feel the same. Mm-hmm. During this album, I wasn't miserable like how I was with the last Backstreet Boys album. It was just very meh. I wasn't miserable. I was extremely bored, though. Yes, it was just so, uh, like it was mediocre, mediocre. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. which it is like insane because this is their most popular album. Like their, or mm-hmm. maybe not most popular, but most I successful. It, I think it. Yeah. At least made them the most money, um, and it's just like bearable. Is that's crazy to me, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. The 90s were a strange time. This song was their fourth, like, single released from this album. Mm -hmm. Because they they released four singles, and this was their fourth one. I don't think I've ever heard the song before. But it was more upbeat. For me, it was just too cheesy to really like, though. Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff is, but it it just wasn't. The one thing I did like about it is that it was catchy, and it had a synth-like beat underneath all all their layers or whatever that they had. Mm-hmm. That's about it, though. So, understood. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shoot, I was gonna say something. What? <laughs> I was gonna say something. I can't remember. Um. Oh, one thing that's good about this album is they're not whispering sweet nothings into your ear for. I don't think at all during this album. They might have like once, really, really quick, but it's not like they start off the album like. Hey, baby, and I know you're sad. It's not uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, I know you're sad, and you Is need a big, you... warm Backstreet Boys man hug. <laughs> that made me cringe. <laughs> Horribly. Um, Next song? <laughs> uh, Back to Your Heart. Correct. Uh, Kevin. 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 Um, So that people don't have to, like, skip through a bunch of garbage to get to it. But they still have to listen to one song. Or, like, skip one song and give at least a little bit of a sound. But that one song wasn't even that bad. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, that's definitely why that's at two. Um, Yeah, but that song, it peaked at number six on the Hot 100, though. Which is so crazy because of how popular it is Yeah, that is weird. Um, But I literally have nothing... To say about this song, it's, oh, it's okay. just. I look at genius boys. lyrics. Um, so apparently Kevin in the band helped write this song for his recently broken up with girlfriend, who is now his wife. Huh? How about which that? gives the song more meaning than the other ones. So I'll give credit for that. But it was still a pretty basic love song, which kind of is. I just. If it really means something, and I guess that's their style, but, like, if it really means something, you think it would be different. Yeah. It just wasn't different, and that, I don't know, that kind of got to me. And, I mean, it was just still 
too cheesy for me personally, but I'm also not really emotional at all, so <laughs> there's that. Um, but next song. Uh, the next song is Spanish Eyes, and this one is just kind of like, really, it was really random to me. It has like Spanish clackers and flamenco guitar uh, in the it back. Sound, it sounds how you think it would sound, yes. though. Um, it's just like really random that they were talking about specifically Spanish eyes. Like, I think it meant like that's the part of the girl they were attracted to for her eyes. But like they had to specify that it was Spanish eyes. Like Spanish eyes aren't any different than like no, American I don't eyes. Know. I don't, or, like, I don't know. I read okay, when I was doing like the song meaning thing. Spanish isn't a uh, isn't a race, it's a nationality, right? Yeah. Latino is the race. So Spanish eyes would be similar in comparison to American eyes, not Caucasian eyes. I don't... Oh, <laughs> I might have confused myself. I, I don't know. Sorry if I mess that up. Anyway. People <laughs> apparently really love this song. And one comment, uh-huh. one comment said that, like, it is about a Spanish or Hispanic or whoever, like, girl or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. That's all I could find. I couldn't really find a lot of detail in the song. I think Hispanic might be the race. Is Latina... I don't... Dude, dude. Beats me. Why is there hair on the bottom of that box? My hair? <laughs> what? Okay, Ew. That's um, disgusting. The song was really boring. Apparently the lyrics are beautiful. Um... Um, 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 Sorry, I was oh, showing her something on my phone. Howie is the one that sang it, and apparently he didn't. Howie Mandel? I don't know how to answer. <laughs> Bro, what if it was? What if it was? He came out there with this. Doesn't he do the radio show? That's Howard Stern. Wait, Howie Mandel's the germaphobe that does Price is Right. Er, no. Not Price is Right. Not Price is Right. The one where they have the suitcases. Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. He has the flavor saver. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. He's a, he's like a germaphobe. If you watch. Howard Stern, no, Howard Stern looks like a warlock. This man, I swear, he's like. Uh huh. No, Howard Dude, Stern. But Howard if you Mandel watch uh, Deal or No Deal. And pay attention, he never, like, shakes hands with people, I don't think. I don't blame him. Because, like, he's such a germaphobe. He's I could weird. He's a TikTok. He's just gone Yeah, I've seen that. Fast. Um, yeah, that, I think that's all I have, though. <laughs> um, the next song. So, the, yeah, the next song is uh, No One Else Comes Close. And the next song is The Perfect Fan. Uh... It's just a nice little, nice little sweet song about his mommy, uh, and I can always get behind being nice and loving to your mommy. Uh, it was honestly really heartwarming because it's it's basically <laughs> about his mom being like a good fan of his and like pushing him to do his best. Pretty pretty much is what I what I piece from it, but I didn't look at the genius and like how or she's like supportive and stuff. That's why she's the perfect fan. Yeah, but it's it was not it was nice because it wasn't about love and like a sensual way like in a with a it was pure yes like, it was a it was about loving your yeah. mom and that that made me feel well, good because originally when who wrote it brian when he started writing it it was about a fan but then he changed it to be about his mom uh-huh 
And so I could get behind this, like, slower kind of song because it actually had meaning. And they also incorporated some strings, and that was really nice. Word. I like that. Okay, thank uh, you. Uh, Did you throw... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all right. How do we have people listen to this? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. This one wasn't a great one because I was kind of like... The baby and... The baby. The ba- Let's go. Oh. Huh? Um, Alright, so where would you put this one on your... Like 70s, maybe. It's higher than the last Backstreet Yes, it's Boys definitely one. higher than the last one, but the last Backstreet Boys I think I had in the 80s. So like 70s, 60s. I would also put it above the NSYNC one from last time, too. Yes. The, well, like... Uh, sorry for anybody that just loves NSYNC and hates Backstreet Boys or vice versa, but they're like the same band. Like... What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> That's my mommy's diploma. <laughs> uh, she just spilled tea all over like the casing. Okay, that the you say all in. over. There's one drop. There that are three. There are four. Where? I see four drops. <laughs> Look at it better. Okay. Look at it better. Hey, don't tell me to open my eyes. Hey, no, no, no. We're doing the podcast and moving the mic. I'm cleaning. Just lick it, it up. I'm, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Excuse me. Um, but they're like the same band. Literally, like, they have their music written by the same people, pretty much, and they're just cheesy boy bands for little 12-year-old girls from the 90s, so, like... I know more NSYNC songs, though, personally. I have no clue. I couldn't tell you, because I honestly couldn't tell you well, what's an NSYNC song and what's okay, a Backstreet Boys when song. when we get to the NSYNC uh, No Strings Attached album, you'll know. Wait, wasn't there a another album that's called No Strings Attached that we have to listen to? <sighs> I don't know. No strings NSYNC. attached album. I might be tripping. In sync because they look like puppets. Like that's their whole thing. Oh, I think I'm tripping. I think I'm tripping. Possibly. I feel like there was something that was like had something to do with strings or like attaching or no. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Where where are you on your list of ninety two for this? Uh, it's pretty low. Uh... I'll say, oh wait, how are we doing? I would say low 70s. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that's, up. that's pretty much all we have to say. Um, follow us on Twitter, at TDMPOD. Um, well, it's, it's rolling up, so. <laughs> it's rolling up down there, so I gotta <laughs> kind of wrap this up quickly. TDMPOD on Twitter, uh, The Diamond Mine on YouTube. Um... You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all, all that jazz. Um, so this has been the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney. We'll be coming at you next time with Jewel.